Hey everyone, this is your girl Anquanise Pleasant, and you're tuning in to the Generation of Curse Breakers podcast. So I know that it has been a very long time since I've been on here. The last podcast was in May. Um, we are in July now, and I have missed two podcasts, and I know y'all like, where's she at? Where's she been? It's a lot going on. This is the time that she really needs to talk. This is the time that she really needs to put her voice out there, but I have been meditating. I have been self-examining. I have been noticing everything that has been going on in the world, and I didn't want to put anything out there and not be relevant to a time such as this so um today's topic is mask on mask off now i know y'all heard the song in the beginning and was like oh this girl don't want trap on us (laughs) but that's not the case um i have been dealing with quarantine I have been dealing with the civil rights movement that is taking place in 2020. New decade, same issue, which is really bothering me. Um, I have been dealing with business ups and downs. I have also been dealing with my sister graduating. She is going off to Jackson State. And also dealing with personal health issues. Um, With today's topic... I want to, well, first off, let me say mask on, mask off can go many different ways. Um, It can go to the way of we're talking about how we were acting at work. And now that quarantine is over, but COVID hit, some of us still don't have jobs, how we had to face our fears and we how we had to face our truth by staying in the house. We could talk about mask on, mask off, how we thought some of our minorities were our friends. And then we, get, get a, we got a chance to see their heart with the civil rights movement. And we can also talk about self-examination and with this time we're going to talk about self-explain self-examination I'm sorry um I noticed a lot about myself during this time away from people with people um I noticed that I have some stuff that I need to work on I've noticed that I have some stuff that I need to heal I've noticed that I have heard all my life about this mask and it's just like oh y'all need to take this mask off you know this and that this is the year of the removed mask I've heard this for so long and I actually made a status about it and somebody commented and was like y'all been removing these masks for years and it's just like listen let me tell you something (laughs) The mask that I'm talking about isn't a mask of physical, of hiding emotions or hiding how we truly feel. It's the mask that we wear or that we or the clothes that we put on or the facade that we put on to ourselves. I'm talking about the mask that we put on to face the mirror. I grew up in the church. 
and my whole life I grew up in the church my family is known for singing in church they're just known for singing being very talented people um just yeah my family is well known in the church especially on the west side of in the south side of Chicago and I noticed something about myself I noticed that while being in quarantine and also learning more about the civil rights movie that is now going on, I noticed that I hid my point of views, I hid my feelings, I hid all of these many different things behind the church. Please follow me. Don't start judging early. Because this is going to make sense really soon. So, I started dancing probably like five or six. My grandfather said when I first started walking, I started dancing. And he was just like, okay, she's dancing. Um, But I've been dancing my whole life. And I am now 24. And I am still now dancing and I own a fine arts mentoring company where we mentor through the arts. And while mentoring through the arts, we teach dance. So um, I teach dance, I choreograph pieces, I have taught more than I have ever taught during quarantine in the last three years and having this business. And I use dance as a way to hide me. I use dance as a way to hide my feelings, hide me, how I really felt about people, things, places, my real point of view. I use dance to hide who I really was. And I mainly did this inside of the church. I mainly did this inside of um, the one thing that I thought would save me from the world when really the real world was in the church I put a mask on for the church and when I say the church I don't mean the building I mean for the people now we have to understand that what makes us and mold us especially in and this this podcast may not be for everybody just a disclaimer um we have to understand that what makes us is morals beliefs and also what is pouring pouring into us as a child one thing i have been doing is studying children because i'm trying to find a better way to teach children from the age three and up dance and i noticed that whatever you pour into your child they will obtain it The most crucial years of a child's life is from the time they are pushed out into this world to the time they are five. Now, most people may not agree with that, but discipline and molding your child is so crucial from the age of one to five. And one thing I noticed about me, um, my family was the family that was big on it takes a village it takes a village to raise a child and i definitely had a village i definitely had multiple hands on deck when raising me and that 
really put me in a place of not understanding a lot of things. A lot of things I'm not understanding until now that I'm older. Some of those ways that were taught to me was not right. Some of those ways that was embedded in me, now I have to dig up from the root because that wasn't the right thing to be teaching a child or to expose a child to. Um, I thought that the church is where I got my identity. And I reached this point of my life, I want to say in 2017, 2018, from the time of 2017, 2018, my business had just started and um, I took off. My business took off outside of Chicago. I was teaching in Indiana. I was teaching I was teaching in Indiana. I had a contract to go to North Carolina. I had a contract to go to Florida. I was getting ready to go places. Do you hear me? And this was all church related. And before I knew it, that rug was snatched under me from under me because simply because I hid my identity in the church. I hid who I truly was and what I truly was going through in the church. When I would minister and dance, I would forget everything that I was going through at home. And when I hit the floor, it was like I was a totally different person. That people actually would understand me. People actually got me. People actually felt me. This is my mindset that I'm thinking as I'm ministering. That people understood, like, oh, my God, she's really hurt. Like, or, oh, my God, like, God is a healer. He will help you. He has helped her so he can help me. And I thought that's what people were thinking, but that's not what they were thinking. I have been in this such a battled place that for so long that I have gotten comfortable in that place. The church was paying my bills. I was making a total of, I want to say, twenty-five dollars to $3,500 a month. A month. Just from teaching dance. Just from doing engagements. I would not charge churches because I'd be like, you know, it's church. No, I'm not going to charge anybody. But in all actuality... I was still getting paid. People were still blessing me. I had random people come up to me from the church and just hand me money. Or I had people asking me to sign contracts to come and help teach their dancers. Or I was dancing with groups and making money. I was doing freelance work. Like It was so crazy how fast life was going when it came to church. And I'm like, man, this has nothing to be, this has, this could be nothing but God. This This has nothing to do with me. This is what I need to do. I'll get healed eventually if I keep this mask on. If I keep my mouth shut and nod my head when the person that's writing my check says, okay, you have to do this, I will be okay. And I did that for three years. I allowed the church to give me an identity of who I really even wasn't. And that put
put me into the place that I am today. It put me in a place of that's not my belief. That's not what I believe in. I started to to develop my own mind. I started to do my own thing. And the church saw that. And they didn't like it. So, um, there was an incident where I had an incident with one of my um, clients. And they found out that I wasn't. I didn't belong to a church home anymore. And because I didn't belong to a church home anymore, they went to all of the other churches and they told them why I didn't belong to a church home anymore. And that stopped my income. Not only that, it also turned into me becoming very stressed out very depressed and then on top of that on my second year anniversary of my business I had to have immediate surgery which caused me not to be able to work and with that it put me in a very dark place I was so confused on everything because this was my main source of income if I'm making 3500 a month plus what I'm making on a regular job and I'm getting paid every week I'm making some good money but that all stopped in a sudden change because I had this mask on I was hiding from myself because I didn't think anybody would like her everybody liked pleasant everybody loved pleasant pleasant was this pleasant was that but Anquanice nobody liked her Anquanice wasn't good enough to stand in the crowd and stand up and say hey we are the generation to break the curses off of our family and Anquanice was the person to ruffle a couple feathers because she knew she wasn't going to sit in a lie Anquanice was the one to stand up and say hey um x y and z happened i don't like this we need to fix it i muzzled and Quinice my whole life and what made me realize that i muzzled her for so long was quarantine quarantine and covid made me deal with pleasant and it may sound funny, it may sound crazy that I'm talking about two different people, but I'm actually talking about one person. Um, my, as everybody know, my name is Anquanice Pleasant, but I go by Pleasant. But I hid Anquanice for so long that I didn't even know who I really was anymore. I would dance, I would minister my heart out. But every time I ministered, I ministered pleading God to help me, pleading to God, I need strength, pleading to God, I don't want to be like this anymore, pleading to God, can you just please, please just take this gift away so that I can feel better. Everybody else was okay. Everybody else was feeling well. 
I was able to pour into everybody. I was able to support everybody. I was able to help everybody. But when I really needed my help, nobody was there because they didn't know how to deal with Anquinis. Everybody knew how to deal with Pleasant, but nobody knew how to deal with Anquinis. And that was the most devastating thing because I never allowed her to step forward. Pleasant allowed other people to come in her life and run her business. And Quinice doesn't allow it. Pleasant allowed the church to give her an identity. And Quinice did not allow it. And Quinice decided that during this downtime of life being reset during a new decade, I will find out who I truly am. And with the civil rights movement that has been going on, it also triggered me even more. I became angry with the past, um, the past of my ancestors, the past of the people that have stood up for us. I have became so angry at the past of what I'm finding out in the history of my family that it made me stand up even more to stand up for what was right. And Quinice decided on June the 12th, 2020, that no longer will she be hidden behind the shadows of a fake identity. And The reason why I'm doing this podcast today is because many of us are scared to say something because we have this mask on that we're hiding behind from ourselves. We're hiding from ourselves. We're scared to take a stand and stand up against wrongful acts against race because we don't want to lose our job. We're scared to launch that business because we always been taught that, no, you go to school, you graduate high school, and you go to school, you get a college degree, and you work a nine to five for the rest of your life so you can have 401k, and so you can have social security, and you can be good if anything ever happens. That is how most of us are raised. But we're scared to launch that business because we know mama and daddy wasn't happy. We, we just want to be happy. We want to be able to spend time with our family and also make money and take care of bills. We want to be comfortable. But we also have to understand that we're hiding from ourselves because you know that 9 to 5 or that corporate job is driving you half crazy. You know that 9 times out of 10 that during this time of COVID, you have been okay without work. You know that you should have been left that job 10 months ago, but since COVID happened, now you don't have a job. So you have no other choice but to walk in your purpose and to deal with who you are really in the mirror. The mask has been shattered. You cannot put it back on. You will not put it back on. You will deal with who you truly are simply because we have no other choice. The African-American race, has come to a halt. We have come to a halt because we are now 
mainly and have always been, in my opinion, we have always been essential workers. We have always been the ones that kept the country running. And now that we see that in our generation, we now have to deal with ourselves in the mirror and let each other know that we have settled for a life that they have set up for us when we have been the ones to better this country. And not just this country, all around the world, because we do have listeners in Canada and Ireland and all these different places. But what I'm really trying to say is what is going on in the world has exposed everybody, has exposed the president, has exposed the senators, has exposed your best friend that is a different race, has exposed your boss, has exposed the, all of these companies we have patronized, we have given money to, we have helped so many people get their business off the ground. But black people, we are still trying to climb that ladder. Yes, we have accomplished a lot. Yes, we have a lot of people that have succeeded in many places that they never thought that we would be in. But if we can do better, how can we do better? We need to make sure that our next generation, the generation that is under us, is getting an education. We need to educate them in and outside of school. When summer comes, we also need to be still teaching them. Okay, today we're going to learn about Frederick Douglass. We have so many so many people in history that we need to teach our kids about that they have no idea about. Finances. We need to learn financial literacy. We need to learn how to save. We need to learn how to invest. We need to learn how to buy the block. Black Wall Street was the thing. And it should not have to take all of these people dying and all of these cases. One man died for all of these cases to come up and open back up. For us to have knowledge of it. We should that should not be the case. When something injustice happens, we need to stand up and deal with it in our face. We are so scared to say something because we know that it is out of our comfort zone because we have had on a mask for so long. We have to do better as a community. We have to do better as a people because if we don't and we continue to have on this mask, we're just like a house nigga. We're just like a house nigga. Whatever the master say, we do. We are living in a system that was never built for us. Our kids are suffering. Our grandparents have suffered. Our parents are suffering. We are suffering. We have gotten the bare minimum for too long. We have did it their way for too long. It is now time to get up and make a change and stop expecting them to make a change for us. Make a change within ourselves. We need healing. Black women, go get some help and get some healing. Black men, it is okay to feel depressed and sad and feel less than you need somebody to talk to. Go get some help. It is now time for us to take back our community, for us to take back our children, for us to take back our money, to take back our education, to take back all of that. We have to stop depending on the church. The church does not give us our identity. The church is there to help 
push us and motivate us, made motivate us and keep us closer to God and give us give us a listening, giving us a willing mouth to speak what God is saying and and willing for us to give us a listening ear to hear what is the next step. That's it. That's all. We cannot depend on the churches for our identities anymore because to be honest, to be 100 percent true, half of these pastors don't even have their identity. And I know I'm going to get backlash for saying that, but I don't care anymore. It is definitely time for us to educate our younger generation on what is to come. 2020 is going in the books. You are black history right now. You are the history. You can tell this to your grandkids. You are a part of history. We, this will go in the history book. Let's talk about how we can do better and take off these masks as a race, as a whole. As a race, as a whole, we have had on a mask. It's time to stop. And the reason why I use the two pictures that I use is because... Our work is not just in the church. And I always felt that I was doing my work as long as I was in the church. This is work here. This podcast is my work. This brand is my work. I'm leaving a mark on the earth. So when my children's children talk about me, They're going to talk about all of the great things and the bad things that I did because I'm not hiding anything. We have to understand that we are in a nick of time where the world was literally stopped. The world still is stopped. A disease came and reset our whole life. The new normal is mass washing your hands because a lot of y'all wasn't doing that in the first place and working from home e-learning and virtual teaching it's crazy how things change so quickly but we have to understand that through it all these years through all of these years We have all accepted what the government has given us, and they have never accommodated us. And we accept it. And we have to understand that our grandparents raised our parents to raise us to be accepting of what we are giving. We settled. As a community, we have settled. And this is not just for the African-Americans, I'm talking about the Caucasians, I'm talking about the Latinos, I'm talking about the Hispanics. We have all settled as a country, as a nation, as a worldwide. We have all settled. We have all seen racism happen via Instagram, Facebook, real live experiences of what we heard. We have allowed the government to condition us and not 
go to the senators and not go to the mayors and not go to the vice president and, and the president and the governors and all of you different. We we have settled for what has ever been given to us and we should not settle for it. What needs to happen? We need to voice our opinion and do it in a well-established way. I'm not saying this to cause chaos. I'm saying this to cause clarity and strategy. We can protest all day, but if we if we don't protest and put action behind the protest, then there's no need of protesting. They had a strategic reason of why of why they were protesting. What is our strategic reasoning? And we all as one unit need to come up with one strategic unit and strategic plan of what we plan for the outcome of this of this problem to be. We need a solution. And what is our solution? It's us. It's us. On Juneteenth, I told my job, unfortunately, this is a national holiday for the African-Americans. I will not be in attendance. They said, can you just go here for three hours? No, I will go to this one client, and after that, I'm leaving, and I get off at 2. But honestly, I got off at 12 because my client didn't need nothing that day. What I'm saying is you have to deal with who you are in that mirror in order to better yourself. And while doing that, you will begin to understand what is your purpose. You will begin to, your identity will start unfolding before your eyes. You will be so amazed at the person that has been hiding that you have been hiding from. You'll be so amazed at how many answers is there once you get there. You have to allow yourself to come forth and stop being afraid of, of the unknown. So I just definitely wanted to say that as a country, as a group, as a ethnicity, as a team, we need to deal with who we really are and stop running from who we really are. Because you know what you possess. You know. It may be bigger than what you think, but you honestly know what is within you. And knowing what is within you is more than enough to try to achieve and accomplish everything that you think and you know that you can. The mask has to come off. And it's not the mask to hide from people. It's the mask to hide from who you really are so that you can look in the mirror. You don't want any problems, so you allow yourself to be this person that is lacked when you know that you shouldn't be lacking. You know that you are the next civil rights activist. You know that you are the next president. You know that you are the next CFO, CEO. You know your business will be the next top million dollar business. You know that you have the idea to help the next generation or the next invention to help 
somebody that's disabled. You know that you are the next best-selling writer. You know that you are the next best singer, best performer, best dancer, best anything that you can think of. You know that you have the ability to do it, but you're hiding behind the identity that was given to you that wasn't in that wasn't even divine or destined to be you. You know that that's not who you truly are. So you allow yourself to hide from yourself when you know who you really should be. And it's okay because I'm going through that journey with you now. So I just wanted to get on here and say that. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, everybody, for continuously being a listener and a continuous listener and a continuous supporter um many of you may or may not know but um we have apparel t-shirts for the generation of curse breakers so if this podcast means anything to you if this this logo i mean i'm sorry not logo if this podcast or this brand means anything to you and you understand wholeheartedly and you would like a t-shirt to rock um, you can follow us on Facebook at The Generation of Curse Breakers, and you can order your apparel there, or you can follow us on Instagram at The Generation of Curse Breakers. Once again, please remember to share and um, add this to your your list of podcasts. That every time a new podcast come up, you have the newest one ready. Um, we're going to get back on schedule. I, I promise you, you we are. Um, I just want to really thank everybody. This has not been an easy journey, but this podcast, the last podcast, and I want to say self-sabotage, has been a very hard topic for me. All three of them have been very hard for me to talk about. Because each of those topics are something that either I'm dealing with or I'm healing over. And I just really want better for everybody. And, and just not one ethnicity. I'm not one of those people. But black lives do matter. Because we are getting killed too much. So that's that. If you don't like it, hey, I'm sorry. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. I pray that everybody's eyes is open to who they really are and stop obtaining identities from other people because the only person that really knows your identity is you and God. Thank y'all again for listening. I really do appreciate all the support and the shares, the likes, the comments. Have a great night.